Good evening, LCM. Good evening. Tonight is Wednesday, December 8th, 2021. And the title of our sermon is, This is What We Do. Say that with us. This is what we do. Spencer, run, it, run that back. Tell them what we do. <laughs> this is what we do. So, December 8, 2021, man, can you, can you guys honestly believe that it's, we're about 23 days away from the end of this year? That's incredible. What an incredible year we have had in this body. The amazing things that God is doing in this place. In fact, when we were reflecting on this year, 2021, we couldn't help but think how this year started. We start to think about how the Lord gave military intelligence and direction to our pastoral team. We remember the heavenly flight plan that they gave us to involve strengthening the marriages in this church. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. See, we had instructions from our father through our pastoral team to strengthen marriages through teachings like maximizing marriages. A smart man would plant a kiss on his wife right now. From there, we went on to strengthen our households through the perfecting parenting teaching. Do y'all remember that? Has that blessed you? Has that informed the way you are raising up and fighting for the generations right now? We managed to strengthen our singles who won't be single too much longer. Securing them without securing singles classes and so much more. We've learned the foundation change in Revelation of working in teams. Oh, yeah. That's what the Lord has done this year. Changed our entire foundation. We've learned about what it truly means to be shaved. What it truly means to be a priest. To have your brothers help you. To catch that, that, that hair on your back that you can't get to. We've learned about true transparency that brings life. We have been expanding in every direction. We have been expanding in every household. Our children's church is expanding. The list of promises that God has, has granted to us is expanding. Church, we have been expanding in every way. That is because of the faithfulness of your father. With that said, we want to jump straight into the word. Turn to 2 Peter 1 verse 19 and say, this is what we do. Redeem yourself, Spencer. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Second Peter 1 verse 19 says this. This is what we do. Amen. And we have the word. Somebody say word. word. Of the prophets made more, made more certain. Made more certain. And you would do well to pay attention to it. As to a light shining in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. LCM, when we look back on this year, the type of year that we have had in this body, we are certain in what the Lord has done. And we are also glorying in what God is currently doing right now. Yeah. And our confidence, our confidence is ever increasing. It's ever growing all the more as we look forward to what the Lord has in store for us in the near future. Man, looking back, we can say that the words of the prophets have been made more certain to you, LCM. Yeah. We can say that the word 
has come alive to us. That promises from God have been fulfilled. Promises of children that had to wait decades, though the prophecy linger, it will come to pass. We have seen these, thing, these things happen. We can look back and see that the ways in which the morning star is rising in the hearts of the men and women and family believers in this room. This is who you are, LCM. You know that phrase that we say, you know, I don't know about you, but, but I'm going to serve the Lord. I don't know about you, but I'm going to do this. Well, in this case, that phrase is false because I do know about you. I do know that the promises of God have been made more certain this year more than ever before. I do know that I've seen more growth in godly character in the homes, in the wives, and in the families in this church than I ever have before. I have seen the promises made more certain, and I know about you. Let me tell you something else I know about you. Leviticus 26, 13. Say, this is what we do as you go there. With some attitude. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt so that you would no longer be slaves to the Egyptians. I broke the bars of your yoke. Church, bars have been broken in this place. I broke the bars of your yoke and enabled you to walk with heads held high. Because the Lord has broken age-old bars, 20-year-old bars, just plain old bars, of faithlessness and fear in this place, we are walking taller. We are walking more confident, more certain in what God has pointed us in the direction of. And his divine nature is being put on display through you in an ever-increasing, ever-radiating kind of manner. You are swatting flies in every direction. You're, the accuser is having an increasing volume of his packages being sent back because you're not having any of it. We didn't return a cinder. LCM, you have reasons for confidence. You have tangible reasons for confidence right now. And this house. And your confidence meter is tick, tick, ticking up. You know, like when you, when you drive, the, the, the gas tank is, is getting less full. You, you, get, you go in the E, it's in the opposite direction. Our confidence is increasing as things get more difficult. Our confidence is increasing. Our, our certainty in what God says is increasing the more opposition we face. And that is supernatural. Come on. Say this is what we do. This is what we do. In light of that, talking about our confidence that is steadily increasing. How could it not increase after a word from last Sunday from our pastors? Yeah. Our pastors rightly put their finger on the pulse of what God is doing here in this body. You, LCM... You people, typically when you say you people, it, it doesn't come off in a nice way. But when we say you people, we mean, mean it. You people. you people are a special group anointed by God. Yeah. In fact, I want to show you a slide to refresh your memory from Sunday. Do you guys remember this? Yeah. Nehemiah, Peter, and you. This is who you guys are. And we want to point to the fact that as, as beautiful as this slide is, items one through seven, and each one can be tangibly seen in each one of your lives, we actually wanted to take the time to point to what we see out of this list as the most prominent of the seven. And we believe that what we're getting ready to point out defines the center and core of who you guys are. 
In fact, it is the wellspring that all these other attributes flow out of. Let's put up that next slide. LCM. This is who you are. Can you guys look at this chiastic structure? Right? As you're looking at it, can you see that item one relates to item seven? Those who are appointed by the king to be to by the king of kings to oversee. And the end result are being made strong, firm, and steadfast. LCM, you know how we know that you are guaranteed an eternal glory? Because you are willingly giving up your lives. You are willingly with great eagerness pastoring the flock that God has given you. You are giving up your lives freely. So we know that you are guaranteed an eternal glory. LCM, you guys are an example to the flock. The result of this is you show that you are participators in the divine nature of Christ's sufferings. Now, when we look at item four, LCM, this is the unparalleled truth. You guys are faithful. You're submissive and you are humble. LCM, we want to point to this fact. We want to make a razor sharp point that your faithfulness to your king is something that we want to declare and shout from the rooftops tonight. Come on! And it's where tonight we're going to spend a bulk of our time discussing with you guys. You have been faithful. Come on. And God has brought you into this time of our body of unparalleled growth. You are right now currently growing, stretching, and maturing in amazing ways. And we know we, it, it is a certainty. We know that you will only continue to grow in faithfulness as the days go by. Amen. Pastor said it to us in worship. You have the title deed. You possess the title deed. And because of that, we know that we will only grow in our faithfulness. Amen. We will only grow in our boldness and grow in our strength. That is what God is doing in our family. Amen. When we think of you, LCM, we are reminded of what Paul said about himself in 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15, 10. Get there. Say, this is what we do. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, it was not without effect in me. Paul is looking back at his life. He's looking back at the result of the grace of God that has been working in him. He says, no, I work harder than all of them. Yet not I. But the grace of God that was in me, his grace is in you, LCM. You are doing more than you previously have. You are going harder than you ever have been. Families are getting closer together, not further apart. We, we are driving down deeper convictions. Church, his grace is at work within you. And it, it has been. That's the point we want to make. His grace has been at work within you. His grace has produced a work ethic towards the things of the kingdom like no other. You guys are running with the horses. You're not getting lapped by men. His grace, his pure anointing oil, the anointing oil that you have. Not that you're trying to get. Not that you're trying to stir up the anointing oil that you have. That anointing is with you and is in you and is empowering you over sin unto Zealous good works. You hear that? From sin unto zealous good works. Red has been saved from the world and he is moving into zealous works for his king. That's something we need to praise God for. Because of who you are, 
Because of who you people are, this is what you do. His grace has been at work in you, causing you to pursue shalom like you never have before. But it's not just in the past that his grace has been at work within you. And it has. You haven't gotten here because his grace wasn't at work. The only reason you're here is because he has strengthened you and allowed you to remain in this faithful place. Amen. Your faith is currently, right now, producing good works in every area. Amen. Are you guys encouraged? Yes. Speaking of good works, let's check out what James chapter 2 has to say about this. As you're turning there, say, this is what we do, and we're going to pick up in verse 14. Check this out. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm, be well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, and I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. LCM, when we're reflecting on this body, the lives and the families of this, in this body, in this congregation, what more can we say about you guys? You have proven deeds that demonstrate the faith that you possess. See, we're surrounded with a lot of people that talk the talk. They say things like, go in peace, be fed, keep warm. We believe the full gospel. We do this and we do that. And yet, they don't walk the walk. But you, LCM, you walk the walk. And the Corinthians says the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but a demonstration of power. Your faith, LCM, shows up in what you do because of a love for your king. A love for your fellow man, your brothers, the families of God in this body. Your faith shows up as trust, grounded obedience, and as a result, your faith is, is being made complete. Amen. Church, think about where we were on Monday night. Just this past Monday, Daniel's three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and one bad Negro standing here to my left. <laughs> think about where we were. Pliny said... Oh, no, we'll never bow. We'll, we'll, we'll never worship an idol. But these three were the only men that stood in a time of testing. Church, we want to say about you that you have the same faith of Abraham. You have the same faith of Daniel and his friends. You know why? Because you are currently being tested. You are currently being tempted to bow, but you're not bowing. How do we know that we're going to stand on the day? Because I'm standing right now, he caused me to stand before, and he will cause me to stand. You are currently walking in the same faith. Come on, LCM said, this is what we do. Verse 22, you see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. Church, you are completing the task that God has given you. Yeah, we still got some that are pending. We still got things that we're working through, but you are completing the daily things that he's putting before you. And as a result, you are growing in amazing ways. This verse in context speaks of Abraham and his faith showing up by what he did. When he was faith faced with trials, 
with challenges, with difficult circumstances, Abraham put his faith to action. He showed people what he believed by what he did. And so is it with you. He stood and contended for the promises of God. And so have you. Can you see, can you see the faith of Abraham being displayed in your lives? Yes. Have you contended for the promises of God? Yes. 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 Same thing Abraham has done. What does that say about you? You are walking in the faith of Abraham. Isaiah 7, 9 says, when Isaiah was speaking to the king of Judah, he said, if you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand firm at all. Elsie, and we can attest that you have stood. You are standing and will continue to stand. And what is proof of this? Is the faith-filled actions that you are stacking up in accordance to the faith that you possess. And it's growing. It's ever-increasing. This faith on top of faith is the kind of faith that you walk in. Talking about a faith buffet. And you can have confidence that your faith is being made complete. You can bet on it. You will stand because he is causing you to stand. Amen. Family, we want to tell you, because of who you are, because of who you, who you people are, you have stood firm. And you are currently standing firm. This is what you do. This is what the people of God do. You know, when 2 Corinthians says, let every matter be established by two or more witnesses. Two. Done. It's very easy to hear a message like this and, and wrestle with, yeah, I know what you're saying, but this is how I really feel. We're telling you, throw it out of the window. We're telling you, we're, <laughs> we're telling you who you are and as a result of who you are, what you do. When I look at a man like Rhett Phillips, when I think about when he showed up to this body, had many opportunities to not press in, but know what he did? He pressed in. Like he built deeper relationships. He's asking for the word to be made perfect inside of him. LCM, this is what you do. See, right now, I can't see behind my back. But if I turn around, you know who can see behind my back? You guys. We are speaking directly to you, and we're telling you what we see inside of you. And you need to believe us tonight. Look at 1 John 5. Pick it up in verse 2. We'll throw it on the screen for you guys who are turning there. It says this. This is how we know that we love the children of God. By loving God and carrying out his commands. In fact, this is, this is love for God. To keep his commands. And his commands are not burdensome. Amen. Man, that's beautiful. For everyone. Say everyone. everyone. Born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world. Even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Not those who say it, but those who actually do it. Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Amen. How can we tell that somebody believes that Jesus is the Son of God? By what they do. LCM, how can we tell that you believe that Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, is the Messiah? Because of what you do. We see the way that your love for his word, his word is growing inside of you. And we can see that this love is producing something beautiful. And because of this, we know what the outcome will be. We know what the outcome is and we can be certain of it. That you will overcome the world. LCM, you will swap those flies as many times as it takes. As many times as it takes. You will return as many unsolicited packages from the enemy as needed. 
All those packages from San Francisco, send them right back. LCM, you will build his kingdom one day after another, one day at a time, one act of obedience at a time, one faith-filled action after another faith-filled action. Because of who you are, LCM, we are telling you this is what you do, and you can grow in the confidence and look at the actions that you're producing in the kingdom, and you can hold your head up high knowing that your king is testifying with you. Because of this, because of this confidence that we can see, we can also see that he is strengthening the hearts of the men and women in this room. Turn with us to 2 Chronicles 16. And this is a reflection. This is a reflection of Sunday's message. So because it's a reflection, we're going to do something. We're going to say, thank you, pastors. Thank you, pastors. They told us Sunday who we are. And it's something about knowing who you are that changes what you do. It's something about knowing who you are that changes the way you walk. It's something about knowing who you are that changes everything about your life. This is life-changing ministries, and lives are being changed. This is who you are. And because of that, we know this to be true. In 2 Chronicles 16, it says, For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. You are those who are fully committed. And we are witnesses of this fact. I know it by what your life is for doing. I know it by what Marlon is doing with his family and the growth that is being seen there. I know it by the joy that springs up out of Carlos every time I see him. Every time he opens up the word. I know it by the exuberance with with, which Ray Pena says Jesus every time he says it. (laughs) You are those. Yes. You are those who are fully committed. And you know, it's funny. We, We love that, right? Whose life has been more transformed and raised? Who has, who has grown in more supernatural ways than opinions have? They are ministering out of their homes, and their houses are full of the word, and they're full of joy. LCM, this is who you are. And because of that, we see you doing the work. And because you're doing the work, he is strengthening you. Not he will strengthen you. I'm talking past tense. I can see that he has strengthened you. The pals. Tom and Martha, I can see that he has strengthened them in every way. They're standing on deep convictions. No matter son, daughter, co-worker, it doesn't matter who it is. They are standing on the deep convictions that God has given them, and they are strengthening, and he is strengthening them. What the Lord has done this year, the fruitfulness that has sprung up as a result of your faith, of your trust-grounded obedience to do what the Lord has said, and the deeds that are currently being accomplished, the ones that are growing, the ones that are picking up momentum, they have been done by the strength that he provides. Church, look back and realize that he has strengthened you. Graciela, he has strengthened you. This is what the Lord is doing in this body, and it is something that we need to celebrate. LCM, we can all acknowledge we, it, it's, it's true, but we can all acknowledge that there are some areas in our lives that we need to grow in, right? Yes. yes. But you have to wrestle with this truth. You have, you have to get look this eye to eye because, to be honest, it's, it's uncomfortable for a lot of us. Wrestle with the fact that you would not be in this room if you were not a faithful people. Come on. You would not be here if you were not a faithful 
people. No matter where you find yourself, plenty have found, found a way to weasel out. But you are standing firm, and as a result of that, you are growing. As a result of that, your marriages are being restored. Your children are becoming well-trained disciples in your house, like quivers. This is what we do. We want to tell you something. We want to talk to, to our family. Chris Riosora, eye contact, brother. You, my friend, you are a son. You are a son because you refuse to bend, to break, or, to, or retreat in the face of difficulty. Your faith-filled actions demonstrate that you are a son, and as a result, you are being led by his very spirit. My brother Juan, Wapo Juan, you are a co-heir, brother. Juan is a co-heir. And because Juan is waking up to the fact that he is to the fact that he is a co-heir, Juan is sharing in the same faith of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We can see his faith-filled actions as he is consuming the word daily. Juan is becoming a prince among us. He's not dumpster diving, he is walking on the king's highway. That is who you are. And because of who you are, that is what you are doing. Ray and Ruby Pena, you guys are seated in the heavenly realms with Jesus. We have seen your lives month after month after month of supernatural growth in the Pena household. Your home groups that you're participating in, prison prayers, the things that you guys are doing, giving life-giving prophetic speech to other families. Well, you guys know the high calling that you've received and you are racking up treasures in the heavenly realms through your faith-filled actions. Yes. Big Stevens. Cody and Wendy Stevens. Big Slice, come on, man. <laughs> you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And because, the, because you are the righteousness of God, you are growing in every way. You are stepping up in faith-filled actions, pressing into deeper relationships with the leadership in this church. You are taking bold steps of faith. You're even learning new, new languages. You are the righteousness of God, and he is filling you with the faithfulness that it takes to, to complete the task. This is what we do, brother. Clements, you guys are full in Christ. Because of your acts of obedience and your faith-filled actions of ministering in your home, sharing life-giving prophetic speech with families and raising up disciples, man, we want to remind you that this is what you guys do. You are clothed. You are full in Christ. Let me, let me tell you something about, about Mario Clement. That man is a marathon runner in the Word. Yeah. While we was having a good time Thanksgiving, while we were uh, enjoying uh, good spirits, Mario was sharing the Word. For hours on end. Yeah. He, I mean, he did not leave the dessert table sharing the good word of God. That brother is full in Christ. To the Ruedas, this is clear as day. I can see it on you, brother. I can see it on you, Miss Patty. You are clothed with Christ. Because they don't shrink back in the midst of tragedy. Their faith-filled actions show that they are clothed with the armament of heaven. With the joy of their father. And they are giving him glory with every step they take. They are glowing. They are radiant. And they are being made spotless in his sight. Father of glory. This is what we do. 
David Bonham. Oh, yeah, Bonham. David Bonham. David David Bonhoeffer. Brother, you are a participator in the divine nature because you have turned your back to the world and have demonstrated faith-filled actions by pressing on to what is ahead, growing as a leader in the guy's house, working diligently in your company, getting promotions, and ministering to your coworkers. You, my friend, are participating in the divine nature, and we can see Christ's glory all over you. Yeah. That man is not going to leave with, lead, with uh, limp leadership. He is not going to have a flaccid marriage. <laughs> Leslie Spites, stand up. Stand up, Leslie. <laughs> want to say, brother, you are strengthened with all power. Amen. See, the Spites have been faithful. They are faithful to leave comfort in Tennessee. I mean, I'd, I'd like to go to Tennessee. Tennessee looks nice. They left it all. To pursue discipleship. They left jobs. They left a, a, a house to pursue discipleship. And they just, they hadn't just left the house. If, that, if that's all we had to say about them, that'd be one thing. But they are currently walking in faithfulness. A man gets up at 5 a.m. in the morning and reads the word with his children. Prays with his wife. And he is sharing the word, giving life prophetic speech. That man is strengthened with all power. And is only growing. Big Spence. Stand up, Big Spence. Stand up, big boy. See, Big Spence. Yeah. Ladies, he is on the market. Spencer is strengthened with all power. That man has a spiritual backbone of steel that holds up the standard of God and does not bend not an inch. He can't even fit it in his shirt. <laughs> he is strengthened with all power and God is giving him the fight for his generations. Amen. This is what we do, LCM. The Aragenas. Yeah. All of them. All of them. <laughs> Not just the Aragenas, but also the Rosales clan. Oh. Your families. Dangerous. You guys are ambassadors of Jesus Christ himself. When we look at you, we can see your faith filled actions. We can see the lives in this room and the things that you guys have done. We're standing up here for a lot of things that you guys have poured inside of us. Yes. Your faith-filled actions are, are demonstrable. We want to encourage you that you guys are an ambassador. Amen. Nick, my wife is here as a result of you. Thank you. LCM. Thank you, thank you, we, thank you. <laughs> my daughter thanks you. The generations thank you. Paul Rosales, when I look at you, my, my, my man, my man, listen. On, I want to encourage you. I feel like I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> like I'm going to pick up a, a New York accent. Like, come on, B. All right. Paul Rosales. <laughs> Seriously. You step into this body. This, this crazy-filled, spirit-filled, loving family of God. And I've seen growth inside of you. I've seen growth inside of your, your, your position at work. You are a man who is an ambassador of Christ. Continue to stand firm, brother. Rick Lawhon, we want to say to you, brother, you are the dwelling place of God. See, Trista has something, uh, some, a special story about Rick. And if you don't know about what Rick meant to Trista, you should go ask Trista. See, but it wasn't just in the past that, that Rick was cultivating the, the dwelling place of God. 
It wasn't just in the past that Rick was sharing the word, man, getting amazing revelation. It is currently. Rick is the dwelling place of God. And men gather around him like men gathered around David in the cave of Adullam to be strengthened in the word. Come you on. are the dwelling place of God, brother. Come on. Yeah. Marlon Sosa. Oh. All kinds of accents. Brother, you are a holy and royal priesthood. Yeah. Because, Marlon, you have been faithful to cultivate your family, cultivate your children. Not only is Juan a prince among us, but Marlon is a prince among us as well. Yeah. Brother, I want to encourage you that you are walking as a priest of God. You can have your head, your head held high, my friend. Whoa! What he said. To the lion-hearted Luke Vixens and to the fiery Hewitts, you are God's inheritance. God has deposited something special in you, and you are currently drawing those things out. See, it takes men of understanding to draw these things out of us, but you are currently drawing out the good things that God has deposited in you. And we want to say, keep doing it. Keep growing in unity. Keep pressing in. Keep meeting. And we're going to see this all the more as the days continue. LCM, do us a favor. Just look around the room. We could have done this with any single family in this body. Everything that we just said about these families can be said about the rest of you. You are people who have sown in faith through your actions and are reaping and eating the fruit of it. So much so that it reminds us of Proverbs 27, 18. In the ESV, it says this. Whoever tends a fig tree will eat its fruit, and he who guard his master will, and he who guards his master will be honored. LCM, you are those who are cultivating faithfulness. You're demonstrating it by your faith-filled actions. You are guarding the name, the character, the Hashem, the body of God's work in this body. And when we're thinking about cultivating, speaking of getting things right. Psalm 37.3 says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. LCM, you guys are cultivating faithfulness in this body. This is who you are and this is what you do. You cultivate faithfulness. Amen. You are a faith-filled group of men and women who take the kingdom seriously. You take the kingdom by force and you demonstrate it by your actions. And you can know for certain and be full of confidence that the trajectory of your lives are in line with the biblical characters we admire. The ones we venerate. In line with men like Enoch who walked with God. In line with Noah who was faithful over a long period of time. In line with Moses who held up the word of God. And in line with Joseph who was a, a type of Christ. That is the kind of faith. That is the kind of diligence that you are obeying your king, and we are watching his faith grow in you. We're going to read Hebrews 11, picking up in verse 32. It's a familiar verse, but we want you guys to look at this like you've never seen it before. Oh, I need to hear it. And what more shall we say? Shall I say? I do not have time to tell you about Gideon, Barak, Samson, and Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith... 
conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weaknesses were turned to strength and became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Did you guys catch there in verse 33? It says, who through faith. Not what they profess, not what they thought, but they demonstrated it by their actions. Through your faithful actions, LCM, you are conquering. You are conquerors. You are administering justice. And you are gaining what was promised. Your faith is showing up in your deeds because this is what you do. Amen. As the days get darker, we're getting stronger. As the, as the light dims, we're shining all the more brighter. We are growing stronger in preparation for the days that are ahead. Amen. And LCM, you can have this kind of faith. In fact, you do have this kind of faith, a faith that lasts, a faith that saves, a faith that is to the very end. Amen. Philippians 1, 3. This is true about you. I thank my God every time I remember you. I thank my God every time I remember you. Because I remember a time when I did not have this life. I remember a time when I was walking in darkness, where I did not know how to walk. That's not true anymore. And as the people of God, we can, we can look and we can see, man, I, got, I, got, I want to grow. I got, I got, we got further to go. We, we, we have somewhere to go, and it is true. And you know what strengthens us to do that? To celebrate what God is doing right now in his midst. You are a faithful people. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from, from the first day until now. You are those who have partnered with the gospel. Paul could have been writing about you. Matter of fact, he is writing about you. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. You know how we get to the end? We remain faithful. You know how we get to the end? We keep doing tomorrow what he is doing in us today. That is how we get to the end. Because of who you are and what you have been doing, you should be, no, I command you to be confident. Yeah. That he is going to complete his work in you. I command it because he commands it. Revelation 17 talks about saints like you. The called, the faithful, the chosen followers who will stand with the king on that day of battle. Turn to 2 Peter 3 as we head towards a close. This is what we do. As the days get darker. And they will get darker. We are being prepared by difficulty now, by adversity now, Amen. by learning how to be joyful now. Yeah. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, you heard this on Monday night, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look toward the day of God and speed is coming. Church, we want to say you are being made into the people that you ought to be. He is making you into the people that you ought to be. And you need to glorify him for that. Amen. He's not going to uh, leave his work. Robinson's, he's not going to abandon the work that he started. No, 
Ibrahim, he's not going to abandon the work that he started. He is making you into the kind of people that you ought to be. And it's only growing. First Thessalonians 1 says this. We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. LCM, everything that we've said from the beginning of the sermon is absolutely true. We are looking at your lives, and we can see the things that you are doing. Your faith-filled actions are tangible. You are the good soil that our king was speaking about in the parable of the sower. You are producing the 60 and the 30 and the 60 and the 100, and you should celebrate what God is doing now, what God is doing in your families. There are marriages in here that when they first showed up, you guys were getting ready to have a divorce. Look at where you are now. Yeah. Look at the children that you have now. Celebrate what God is doing inside of you. It's beautiful. And you know what's going to happen as you celebrate? The faithfulness that you're recounting, the thankfulness that is being birthed in you, it's not going to stay in one area. You know, yeast, it doesn't stay just yeast. It grows and it works itself into the whole batch. That is what the faithfulness of God is like. As you recognize that, hey, man, I have been faithful in these areas. And yes, these areas need to grow in faithfulness. But you know what? What's different between this area and the one that I am walking in faithfulness in? There's no difference. This faithfulness has to spill over. It, it, ha it has to grow. It has to consume every part of your life. Peyton said it in worship. You have to give all. You have to go all the way. But you can know because you are faithful people that he will not, he will not leave the work that he, he began in you. He will cause it to come to completion. We want to close with this scripture. With the admonition. Proverbs 16, 26. The laborer's appetite, it works for him. His hunger drives him on. Church, we want to encourage you. We see the faithfulness of God in this family. So as you stand up, as we get ready to worship the king, I'm not projecting faithfulness into you. I say I do see faithfulness in the Tisdales. I do see faithfulness in Cho. And because I see that, because that is tangible, because that is true, let's let it grow. Let's let the hunger for more faithfulness become addicting. Let it grow until it consumes every area of our lives. As we get ready to worship, you're going to stay in your seats. If you come to the front, it's going to be with a big smile. But we're going to stand and worship our king. And when the Lord brings to mind an area that, that you want to grow in faithfulness, treat him like the faithful God that he is. Amen. That he has filled you with faithfulness. That he has given you a measure of faith. And he will cause it to grow. Do you want to do that? Father, we thank you, Lord, for depositing your kingdom seed in us, mighty God. And Lord, we say we want it to grow, mighty God. But we want your kingdom to expand into every area of our lives. Every heart in this place, Lord, touched by the faithfulness of God. Lord, we love you and we trust you.